0: Today, you'll get three positives for D'Amico Ryan, Sean Payton, Dan Quinn, Brian Flores. Locked on Cardinals. Here we go. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked on Cardinals your team every day Alex Clancy here off my 2 day uh sickness hiatus um thanks for hanging out Locked on Cardinals follow me on Twitter at clancys corner follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards today's episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought brought to you by Ultimate Football GM ever dream of be, becoming an NFL GM managing your own football franchise then this game is definitely for you to download the game just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKED ON, all caps, in the game. I mean, this has been fascinating for the Cardinals this offseason so far. Let's take a beat and just appreciate the insanity that's ensued. Since the end of last season, the, the news cycle for the Arizona Cardinals has not rested whether it was the Cliff Kingsburg and Steve Kime extension to being dormant in the beginning of free agency to Kyler Murray and his contract negotiations, Rodney Hudson having a you know an inexcused absence in mandatory minicamp to DeAndre Hopkins' suspension, and then into the season where Hollywood Brown balled out DeAndre Hopkins coming back. Hollywood Brown gets hurt the game before DeAndre Hopkins is set to return. Kyler Murray, ACL, folding down the stretch, playing uninspired football. Cliff Kingsbury getting fired. Steve Kine taking a medical leave of absence, which turned into him not being uh, brought back as GM. To the GM search, to Michael Bidwell winning the press conference, after firing Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime to hiring outside the organization with hiring a man with deep scouting roots to now with a choose-your-own-adventure for the future of the team as as it pertains to the head coaching position. The Arizona Cardinals are a clean slate. They are the Arizona Cardinals 2.0. We have not seen this version of the Cardinals ever. We have not seen Steve Keim not as GM for over a decade. We have not seen Michael Bidwell really, really get a lot of criticism for how he's handled things over the last handful of years. And he made a move. And now Dan Quinn has his second interview today in person. Brian Flores on the list. Sean Payton looming Tomorrow. We don't know what the Arizona Cardinals will be in a week. Sure, Brian Flores, odds-on favorite. Dan Quinn, surging. What I'm going to do today is give only positives for the four main prospects, as it were, to be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. D'Amico Ryans. He's kind of an outside chance after he canceled his uh canceled his interview the day before the divisional round, which made total sense. Like I don't take that as a as a knock. I was like, I think he just ran out of time. Sean Payton, even though I'm on the record as saying they should not hire Sean Payton if it's for 20 to 25 million two first round picks to trade for to trade Mickey Loomis. I know it's not my money to talk about but it's not about that. And I'll I'll mention that in the second segment when I highlight Sean Payton. And then in the third segment, I'll talk about Brian Flores and Dan Quinn, two defensive-minded guys who were excellent as coordinators, had ups and downs as head coaches. Dan Quinn had a longer tenure than Brian Flores, and Brian Flores was in the Miami Dolphins mess, so you can't really fault him for how things ended there. There's four. I'm going to start with D'Amico Ryans because I've talked the most about him, so I don't need as much time. One, he's a head coach. And it was like, well, that's stupid. Obviously, he's going to be a head coach. Look at him on the sidelines, coaching the best entity in the NFL currently. Yes. Yes. superseding the Cincinnati Bengals offense. The San Francisco 49ers defense is the toughest to scheme against. And they're just absolutely brutal. Like, they are absolute machines on the defensive side of the ball well Alex I mean you know they have an all-star team yeah you know what most coordinators coach better with good players and most coordinators get looked at for head coaching jobs with better players this is the nature of the beast of the NFL like Vance Joseph say the Cardinals gave up three or four less points per game last year and Kyler Murray didn't get hurt. And they went 7-10. and 10. You think Vance Joseph is going to get looks? No. Should he have? Probably in that situation. But coordinators get jobs coming from good teams. Which means they did their job well, which means it's easier to do their job when they've got good players to coach and coordinate. So that knock on D'Amico Ryan's is dumb in my opinion. So that's one. He's a head coach. See him on the sideline. He's a damn head coach. Number two, he was an inside linebacker coach before being defensive coordinator for San Francisco. The biggest issue that the Cardinals have had defensively, aside from not drafting corners and the pass rush last year, is Isaiah Simmons and Zaven Collins, uh, you know, their maturity, their growth. Zaven Collins took a big leap last year. Isaiah Simmons as we see with Hassan Reddick, and I've talked about this, I talked about this the beginning of last year, that Isaiah Simmons could be cautionary tale part two if they don't figure out where the hell to play him. And I don't understand why they haven't moved him outside yet. But if they continue to keep him inside, Jomico Ryans would be a perfect guy to tutor him, coach him, as well as Daven Collins, for them to be the heartbeat of the defense, as opposed to looking back at the eighth and you know 17th pick, 16th pick, whatever whatever, uh, Zayvon Collins was like, hmm, they could have gone somewhere else. So that is a savable position for two of the smartest, strongest, and athletic guys on the defense. D'Amico Ryans has that background. And then number three, D'Amico Ryans played in this NFL. He played until 2015. Now, it was on the precipice. It was on, like, the, the cusp of this NFL where it's all offense, offense gets all the calls, Offense is protected and defense is kind of out there to fend for themselves. He played until 2015. He knows what this offense looks like. It's not like it was a coach, you know, it was, I don't know. Mike Vrabel is a good example. Mike Vrabel didn't play in this NFL. Tamiko Ryans did. And that is a fantastic leverage point for a head coach who not only leads the toughest side of the football in the NFL in 2022, in my humblest of opinions. Not only is he already a head coach, you see it on the sidelines. Some guys just, they are, you just see it. But he also played in this day and age of the NFL. And that is massive, especially in the massive rebuild the Arizona Cardinals are gonna be going through. Retool, rebuild, whatever dictionary definition you wanna use, there's gonna be a lot of changes between now now and kickoff week one. Regardless of the status of Kyler Murray, this roster will look different. And I believe less defensive moves will have to be made if D'Amico Ryans is head coach. What about Sean Payton? I'm going to give three positives for Sean Payton to be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. A couple of them will be obvious, but diving deeper into it, it really shows, even though this is the antithesis of what I think, I will definitely give three positives because there are positives to Sean Payton becoming the Arizona Cardinals next head coach. Obvious statement has never been spoken. Um, Lockdown Cardinals, your team every day. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please like, subscribe, uh, turn notifications on at the YouTube channel. Just search Lockdown Cardinals. Sean Payton under a microscope. Next. First, today's episode is brought to you by ultimate football gm you've heard me talk about this mobile game app and i can't tell you how much fun i've had competing with my fellow locked on nfl hosts chris carter of locked on steelers was our locked on nfl champion um and you know i guess maybe he should be the assistant gm for the arizona cars who knows or assistant gm in waiting i should say because they already have an assistant gm well now it's your turn to compete but more on that later uh ever dreamed of becoming an nfl gm and managing your football franchise well your dream can come true in this game is definitely for you. You've, you'll manage every aspect of your team, hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft, and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and where you want to. We've created Locked On League for you to compete against Locked On fans all over the world. Uh, can you be the ultimate locked on football GM choose locked on league in the app to join. Can you create a football dynasty locked on Cardinals listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on all caps in the game. So that's locked on in all caps. So make sure to check it out today to download the game. Just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app store. That's ultimate-gm.com ultimate football GM. Start your dynasty today. Now. Locked on Cardinals, three positives for the top four candidates, I guess. One kind of the outside looking in, wishful thinking on my part. D'Amico Ryans, I just spoke about. Sean Payton, Dan Quinn, Brian Flores. Three to go, two segments to get there. We're going to execute this nicely. So Sean Payton positives. Won a Super Bowl, revolutionized the New Orleans Saints offense and team from a perennial loser for the majority of the time to... Super Bowl champion and a terror on the offensive side of the ball. They won ten games a bunch of times. Um, won a Super Bowl. Roby Coleman in, you know, the back of their heads with the no call, pass interference. Remember, there was still a minute and a half in that game and overtime. So, you know, they still could have won that game. That wasn't game over. Um And the Minneapolis Miracle as well. So they had some bad luck in New Orleans. But all in all, the first positive, the obvious one, is that he took a quote-unquote undersized quarterback and he elevated him. Remember, the Chargers chose Phillip Rivers over Drew Brees because they thought his shoulder injury was too much to overcome. Miami chose Dante Culpepper, Drew Brees ended up in New Orleans, and the rest is history. So that's a positive. He's done it before with a perennially losing franchise with a quarterback who's not 6'4". Okay, so he's done that. Check. We know that. I'm just going, I'm just checking the boxes here. Number one. Number two, he's a really good head coach. Like it's not just, oh, this team had been losing a lot. So now nine or 10 wins a season. That's a huge bump up and he did it for a long time. No, he elevated an organization from a pseudo afterthought to a an absolute powerhouse. Now they had some bad years towards the tail end. There was Bounty Gate. There were things that happened. I mean, it's not, it wasn't a, a perfect tenure as head coach, but Sean Payton is one of the greats. And that's something that carries weight, not only when it comes to opposing teams trying to scheme against their offense, but also it just elevates the status of the Arizona Cardinals. And that sounds really dumb, but it would. It would elevate the status. The Arizona Cardinals haven't had an all-time great head coach who performed and produced. Say Bruce Arians, they had three years of ten-plus wins. Like, but Sean Payton would potentially be the best head coach the Arizona Cardinals have ever had. And I know Denny Green. Like, I know that there are guys, but if the Cardinals went on a winning streak with Sean Payton, he would be the best head coach the Arizona Cardinals would ever have ever had at least over the last 40 years. So that's two. He brings status. He elevates the status of the Arizona Cardinals. Sounds dumb, sounds dumb. Sounds cosmetic, but it's not. And number three, and this is probably the biggest one, I've talked about this a lot where I, I've equated it to passive income. The Arizona Cardinals don't have free agency passive income. They don't have free agents that want to come play here, that are pining to come play here, that want to take less money to come play here. Steve Kime did a great job trading for Zach Ertz and DeAndre Hopkins and bringing Marcus Golden back and, you know, all of that. But those were trades. JJ Watt came, made 20 plus mil a year, really ingratiated himself immediately into the organization. JJ Watt is one of one. Okay. So that can't really be brought in. Well, JJ Watt came here and he took a lot of money. He made a lot of money in the process. And JJ Watt wanted to play here. He wanted to be near his wife. Like there were. Extenuating circumstances outside of football, but he still came to work every day, produced that wasn't an absentee contract by any stretch on JJ Watts' hands at all. And you wouldn't expect that, that's not how he's wired. Now, there have been players that have come here that have taken a paycheck. I've talked about Terrell Suggs multiple times. One year, seven mil, they cut him midseason. He went and won a Super Bowl with Kansas City. That's what you want to avoid. And those are the contracts that the Cardinals have kind of dealt with. Malcolm Butler retired, then went back to New England. Rodney Hudson came back, made a lot of money, but was out for the majority of this season. Like, if Sean Payton were to be the head coach of this team, that free agency passive income would trigger immediately. When he signs that dotted line to be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, if that were to happen, free agents would be lining up already yesterday to come play for Sean Payton. And that's one thing that the Cardinals haven't had. They don't have that passive income regarding free agency. And that's something that we were on. We were so close to witnessing. Like if they would have won a playoff game, if they would have beat the Rams, if they would have won the division and got a home game, like if they wouldn't have fallen off the cliff in 2021, that was it. That was the catalyst because they were one of the most exciting teams to watch in football that year. They won a lot of games. Kyler Murray was healthy for the majority of it. DeAndre Hopkins, like, they were firing on all cylinders. Cliff Kingsbury went from leading odds to be fired preseason to leading odds to be coach of the year through seven or eight weeks. Like, it was mind-blowing. But they couldn't finish. If they were have finished, that would have started the snowball downhill that would have started that free agency passive income. And the Cardinals botched it. So now, not only do they not have that, they were further behind now going into 2022 than they were at the start of 2021. It was as if that seven and oh and 10 and two never happened. I did crossovers all year with opposing, you know, opposing teams hosts on this show. Some of my buddies, Sosa cremendous who's no longer uh, uh, with the platform um, and multiple people like, Are the Cardinals legitimate? Do you think the Cardinals are legitimate when they were 6-0, 7-0, 7-1, 10-1, 10-2? Every single one of them said no. Because that's what the national outlook of the Arizona Cardinals has been. So moving forward now, if Sean Payton were to be hired as the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, we'd potentially see a replication of what happened in New Orleans, which would be, I mean, undefinable for how important that would be to the city, the team, the fans, everything. He brings a status that would that would automatically through osmosis, by proxy, tangentially raise the status of the Arizona Cardinals and free agency passive income. Players would want to come play for him. Players may even take less money to come play for him, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And that is absolutely one of the most important things when building an organization drafting you know proper contracts after like the second contract for guys you draft but having players choose to come play for the Arizona Cardinals if it works out contractually instead of how much are you going to pay me and I'll come live there so I can play golf and make my last paycheck before I retire those two things are polar opposites. And if you want to be able to dissolve the ladder of veterans wanting to get their last payday before they retired and really put into the spotlight free agents wanting to come play here because they want to come play for Sean Payton, it's an organization changer. Now, do I think they're going to hire Sean Payton? Probably not. But they hired Cliff Kingsbury. So, anything's up in the air. Anything's possible. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. I've got two more: Dan Quinn and Brian Flores. Next, three positives for each. I will hit them both. Next, like I'll talk about them. Not, you know, physically hit them. That's that would be mean. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Um, yeah, man, I am, I am, I'm jacked. Like I'm super excited about what's gonna happen because it's. Every tributary from the main river of the Arizona Cardinals regarding who they sign, who they hire of the four, D'Amico Ryan's, again, that's lofty goal for me. I'm sticking to my guns. I think he's the best option. Chances are they're probably not going to hire him. Chances are they're probably not going to hire Sean Payton either. These final two in the final segment are probably who they will, one of the two. But, again, we have no idea what Michael Bidwell and Monty Allison want to do, and we'll find out. I'm going to talk about the last two next. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. The NFL playoffs are here. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sportsbook in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that makes betting on sports fun and easy. New customers, join today to get started with a $150 free Bet You get $150 in free bets, guaranteed, when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash on. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props, plus you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same-day parlay. All on the app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose at fanduel.com slash locked on every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook, partner of the NFL. I am just pumped. I'm pumped. Alex Lancy, Locked On Colonels, because I feel like at this point, before I get to Dan Quinn and Brian Flores, the three positives from each, that They got through the people they should not have hired. And I think that's a massive step forward. I don't think Vance Joseph's right for the job. They need to hire from outside the organization. That's no knock on on Vance Joseph. Because if they hired Vance Joseph, there's so many worse candidates. Okay. But I just don't think, I think just like Adrian Wilson and Quentin Harris, it's like wrong place, wrong time. Wrong place, wrong time. Like if they fired Steve Kim at the end of last season, Adrian Wilson would have been a perfect fit because it would have fit the narrative of Michael Bidwell never wanting to change. He's turning over multiple new leaves. It's like he's a damn uh artichoke with a bunch of different leaves. That's terrible. I wish I could take that back. I wish I wasn't doing this live. But he's a it's it's a completely different organization. I've said it's Arizona Cardinals 2.0. It is a full fledged tabula rasa clean slate. And Michael Bidwell is choosing exactly what he wants the future of his organization to look like. And it cannot be with anybody, any tenants from the last regime. It just can't be. And that's unfortunate for VJ. But all in all, the Cardinals, if it's down to these four, really you can't lose. They're varying degrees of winning, but you can't lose. The floor is high the floor is much higher than it's been. And that's something that needs to be appreciated even now before we know who the hell the next head coach is going to be. I gave my three positives for D'Amico Ryans. I gave my three positives for Sean Payton. Brian Flores has been the odds-on guy to be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. He's got history in New England, Monty Austinfort. He was one of the most respected coordinators from... Bill Belichick's, you know, coaching staff over the next, over the, you know, the last decade, 15 years. I mean, look at what's happened though. Bill O'Brien, Charlie Weiss, Josh McDaniels hasn't worked out so well for people who have, who have worked for and coached with Bill Belichick. Brian Flores broke that mold. They shot out like a batter to hell in Miami. Like, Oh my goodness. Is Brian Flores going to win coach of the year? And then they it dissipated towards the tail end. Quarterback play wasn't great there. And then the, you know, Travis Mockery that was the last season before he got before he got let go. I don't think that was all on him. So the three positives: one, he's a head coach, <laughs> just like Demiko Rhymes. Like he's a head coach, he's a head coach. That's one. That's a positive. It's not like oh, let's give this a uh, defensive, uh, you know, former head coach, defensive coordinator, defensive assistant in in Pittsburgh, a sh- another shot. That's not it. He deserves a head coaching job. Brian Forrest 100% does, number one. Number two, the floor is much higher with – would be much higher with him than what we were dealing with with Cliff Kingsbury. I know that having an offensive-minded head coach is the wave now. I know that the majority of coaches left are offensive-minded head coaches. Sean McDermott got left out to dry in the snow game against Cincinnati. I think they just got beat by a better team. I just think they got beat by a better team. And I think Ken Dorsey is a far removed talent-wise from Brian Dable. So I think it's a collection of both, that the play calling wasn't great, and Cincinnati's just better. Joe Burrow's just better. So I think that's kind of a misnomer that the defensive might have head coach, they got fired, that that lost in the playoffs. I think that they just got beat by a better team. It's not like they gave up a hundred points. And then number three, he's rock solid. And when when you when you go into situations like this and you're hiring a new head coach, you gotta look for personality traits, obviously, as well as history, as well as coaching record, as well as you know, how you were as a coordinator, things like that. And I think that's pretty obvious. You look at Brian Flores. Could you see Brian Flores wearing red on the sidelines for the Arizona Cardinals as head coach? Yes. Would it be a bad hire? No. Do you trust that Brian Flores, with his short stint, you know, a year and a half, two years as head coach, and his history as D.C. of one of the more dominating defenses that we've seen In the NFL over the last 15 years or so, dominating is They've been very, very good defense in New England when he was at the helm. Could be a lot worse. And that's not a backhanded compliment on Brian Flores. That is a testament to Michael Bidwell making a damn change and understanding that what he's done up until this point hasn't been the best. And if they hire Brian Flores, I know that he's not D'Amico Ryans. I know he's not Sean Payton but you could do a lot worse is a massive compliment to Michael Bidwell. And Brian Flores coming in here, I have immediate trust that he will turn this organization around. What more do you want? He checks the boxes. He didn't get a fair shot in Miami. He didn't. I think I gave five positives there. Brian Flores, like, Checks the boxes. So if they hire him, how can you be upset again of these four? How can you be upset of any? Now the final one is Dan Quinn. And this one kind of came out of the woodwork. He did a he did a virtual interview uh, you know, earlier. I can't remember if it was, it was uh, late last week or early this week. And he's doing an in-person one today. If they hire Dan Quinn, it could be a lot worse. Three positives. He was the defensive coordinator for the Legion of Boom. Mic drop, one, sure. Oh, well, you know what? They had Cam Chancellor and Earl Thomas and Richard Sherman and Bobby Wagner and Cliff Averill. Yeah, good coaches have good players if you want to win. You don't win in the NFL. This isn't like AAU ball where good coaches can scheme against guys who are bigger, or, you know, taller or faster or you know whatever. This isn't that. You have to have good players to win games in the NFL. You have to draft well. You have to sign free agents properly. You have to have contractual situations that benefit both the player and the team. Like all of these things are tenets of winning organizations. And Seattle had that. Russell Wilson may be the one who got the credit, the legion of boom and Marshawn Lynch won those games. Russell Wilson was a fantastic game manager at the time, and he was excellent. Okay, that's not taking anything away from him. Dan K- Dan Quinn was a conductor. He was a DC. Oh, well, it was 10 years ago. Did it not happen? When he went to Atlanta, they were over 500. They made the Super Bowl. They were up 28-3 to against the best quarterback of all time. And you want to blame Kyle Shanahan for that one? Sure. That would benefit me. They had New England three points with three minutes left in the second quarter, in the third quarter, three, two, three minutes in the third quarter. Then it went amok. But Dan Quinn is stable. Dan Quinn has won as a defensive coordinator. Dan Quinn was a quarter and two minutes, 17 minutes away from winning a Super Bowl as a head coach. Well, yeah, he didn't finish it. So what does that mean? What does that say? I don't know. When was the last time the Arizona Cardinals had a coach, a head coach, who was in the Super Bowl? 2006? 17 years? It's a good experience. And then with Dallas, like, what more do you want to see from Danquit? Like, I when I saw they interviewed him initially, I'm like, oh god, what are we doing here? But Brian Flores and Dan Quinn alike are not retreads. They haven't. They're not like Jack Del Rio, who coached like seven different places. He was DC, and then he was head coach. It was good for seven games or eight games, and then it fell off the cliff. Like it happened every time in perpetuity. Jacksonville, Oakland, or I don't even know were they in Vegas then. Doesn't matter. Um, Oakland, the Raiders. Like this isn't that. This is two guys, and I know the Dan Quinn coached for, I think, four or five years with with uh, with Atlanta. But look at Atlanta's roster. like They're kind of built like the Cardinals. They had a couple strengths. I mean, Hula Jones is good at football. Matt Ryan was still kind of in his prime. The offensive line was never the best. They never had a top-tier running back. I mean, they had Steven Jackson for a while. You know, they, they never had, like, a, a truly well-put-together Team, the defense wasn't always excellent. A lot of it was Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. You know, and Calvin Ridley. Like, Andrew, I'm going to get to that in just a second. Good question. As I wrap this up, because I'm going along and Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints, don't get mad at me. I'm two minutes over. My point is for doing this type of podcast amid all of this craziness is Whoever they hire, if it's one of those four, to be happy is to step forward for the organization. That's the way I'm looking at it. And my perfect fit for the Arizona Cardinals as we get out of here, Domingo Ryan's his head coach. Frank Reich is OC. That would be chef's kiss, giddy the bleep up, This offense, this team, this defense will have a complete 180 between now and kickoff week one. Bevy of draft picks, they don't have to trade any away for Sean Payton. Free agency with not only a GM, but an assistant GM, both who have deep roots in scouting. If the Cardinals really want to reintroduce themselves to the NFL as the Arizona Cardinals 2.0, You hire D'Amico Ryans. You hire Frank Reich as OC. You nail the draft. You nail free agency. You have a bridge for until Kyler Murray gets better with rehabbing. And you take it to the moon. Locked on Cardinals, Alex Flancy. I'll talk to you tomorrow.